So I'm just excited about what God's about to do tonight, what he's up to. God's up to some crazy things, isn't he? He's a good God. And he's going he's gonna, to uh, move us into the next place. And so I'm just going to touch a little bit about the new year tonight. Okay, is that all right? And what prophetically that looks like for us. Is that okay? That's okay if it's not because that's what I got. That's all I got. But I don't know about you, I love it when God just begins to speak numerically. He begins to speak out of numbers, out of dates, out of things, you know. The Lord, we're on his timetable, I already said this. And I believe that God, in this new season, right, Rosh Hashanah's tomorrow, right, technically. Right now, it's almost down, right, <laughs> now. So over the next three days, we celebrate that. And I'm not going to really get into Jewish tradition, but I am going to talk about prophetically what that looks like for your life, okay? What it looks like for this year. How we, how we can accelerate the process of God in our lives. How we can acknowledge the thing that God's doing in us, right? And, and what that looks like, right? And so I just got a, a scripture here. I'm just going to read it to you out of 1 Chronicles 12. It says, come up, come up higher, I say. When you're, in the, when you're in the trenches, it's impossible to see what's above the blades of grass. But if you will come up and perch yourself high with me, I will show you where your, pot, where your prey lie and wait for you, and you will snatch them up before they see you, before they see you coming, and they will devour all your enemies. How many know that's a good thing? When God calls us to a higher place, he calls us to... Ready? You're supposed to be above the snake line. You're supposed to see everything that's happening above so that you don't fall into traps, so that you know the times and the seasons that you're in. I'm going to read that in a second. But it says, understanding the times and the seasons. There's nothing new in the tribes of Israel. Indeed, it says this. It said, and the children of Issachar were the men that had understanding of times and seasons. And what they should do. That was the scripture that I was giving you. <laughs> Sorry. But the Lord is calling us to a higher place so that we have perspective. And God wants you to have eyes to see, right? In John chapter 5, he says, Jesus says these words. He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. Right? He wants to give us an eye. And that only comes through abiding. Right? That comes through our life being connected. Right? We just took communion. Communion is to remember the Lord, it's, it's to, to, to engage and not hold things. It's a time where we get our hearts right before the Lord, and it says don't take communion, right, unless your heart's right. So I hope you, you checked your heart tonight before you took communion. But the Lord is always encouraging us to live out of a place where we're seeing from a higher perspective, right, that we are connected with Him, and in our communion and union with Him, we see from higher places. And uh, I just have this, I have this expectation that as we, over the last 10 years, right, the 70th year, which we're talking about, right, 5779 seven, now, the 70 talks about heavens being open, about the gates of heaven being open, about the ability to see, because your spiritual life 
is now able to see beyond what you can see in your natural. Are you hearing me? Okay, I'm checking. I'm not going to lose you tonight. I will be all over the place a little, but the Lord is going to help us to grab hold of the truth, right? The truth of the gospel that pulls us into a higher place. Because if we're not abiding in the Lord, if we're not connected with him, if I don't live out of communion, out of John 15, that I abide with him, and if I'm not in, in John chapter 10 where I'm hearing, right, my sheep know, you know, the, how many in here know the Lord's voice? How many want to know the Lord's voice better? Everyone should be raising their hands. <laughs> I'm telling you, God, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, Right? We have the Father, we have the Son, we have the Holy Spirit here on earth helping us to hear and to taste and see that the Lord is good. But he wants us to hear God's voice. Because God, the Holy Spirit, wants to direct us in the right path, knowing the time and the season. How many want to know what's, next, what's ahead for you? And how many want to have a discerning heart that you know what's ahead? right? And sometimes we can see what's ahead, we just don't know how to get there, right? I'm going to pull a few points because the Lord wants us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. How many fruits are there? Oh, that's nine. How many gifts are there? Nine. Come on. This is class participation time. And the Lord is wanting us to have a life in the Spirit, right? Your life, the fruit of the Spirit. What's fruit look like? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? All those things he wants us to live out of, ready? I'm gonna be real practical tonight. Yes, it's prophetic, but it can be practical. And the Lord is wanting us to grab hold of the reality that he is, he's checking, he's gonna check, ready? This year he's checking what the fruit looks like in your life. Really, what does the fruit of God look like in your life? What is the tree? Because he is accelerating growth, and I'm telling you, fruit is coming on all different levels. But he's looking for first fruits, and the first fruits come from your life, and how you live, and how you abide, and how you treat one another, because all the fruit, and then the Beatitudes, right? The Beatitudes, how we be. Right? <laughs> Seriously. There's so much that God wants, to, wants, wants us to grab hold of because he knows we're a church that's hungry, right? Like the Corinthian church. They're hungry for the gifts of the Spirit. We want to see miracles. We want to see signs, wonders. We want to see creative miracles in a whole nother level than we've seen in the past, right? We want to see these things happen. We want to see an explosion of the harvest. You, we cannot, right, contain what God's about to do unless we grab the fruits. Ready? Galatians 5.22, if you need references, right? But this year he's looking to see how genuinely you've produced fruit. What does that mean? I love God and I love the glory and I love gifting, but I'm telling you, and it's not saying one goes without the other, but God is calling everyone in this room, everyone in this room, me first, ready? To live a life that's filled with spiritual fruit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love first. Peace first. 
patience. Love holds no record of wrong, right? So you, I can just have love, but I have to go through, a, right? Chapter 13, Corinthians, it tells me all these attributes of love. Am I really walking out love and what does love look like? That's the ultimate question. Is it to coddle? Sometimes no, sometimes yes, right? So the Lord is really testing us, and I, I believe that the Lord, the Holy Spirit is producing, say he's producing, he is producing fruit in everyone's life in here, and he wants us to live that out in the fullness, right? I, we talk about fullness of who God is in here all the time. Well, I'm telling you, he wants big honking fruit on your life that looks like Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. Jesus went about doing good. Doing good. Healing all who are sick and oppressed of the devil. That's what Acts 10.38 tells me, right? And so if he was good, doing good, that means the fruit of his life, right? And we know that he was perfect because he was the perfect man, right? He was the perfect man. He was without sin. He lived it out. And so what's our model? Our model wants to look like I need to get, I need to loose everything. Everything. Everything that's holding, all the luggage that's holding me back. This is not to get us to do an, come on, come back. I'm reeling some of you in because you're starting to introvert a little. Like start thinking about all the things, right? Because what happens is it's not to start navel gazing. Oh, I'm a mess. No. No, you're free. You are free. I'm here to tell you you're free. It's the blood of Jesus. It's, it's our, that's why I was, talk, I was speaking to you earlier about abiding in, in, in the vine. Because without him, right, it all goes back to focus on Jesus. If I don't focus on the Lord, if I don't focus on the place of transfiguration, right, transformation, if I don't focus on him, right, Peter, who was up there and he was sleepy, they were all sleeping. It says all the disciples were sleeping when they were on the Mount of Transfiguration. They were nodding off, and there was lots of glory. It says it was filled with glory. And Jesus was there, and, and the presence of the Lord came and transformed him to make him actually look different physically. It was transformation. It was real. It was the real deal. And it says that Peter, when he finally awakened, he finally saw. He finally understood. And then he thought, I got to do something. No, you don't have to do something. Can I just say, we just need to spend time in Jesus' presence, in the presence and the glory and the, and the, and the love of the Father and the presence of the Father and the affirmation because the affirmation came next. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So God loves you. He wants you to bask in the love of who he is. I, don't, I wasn't even planning on going here. But the reality is that's where he wants us to live out of. That you are a, a, a son and a daughter that's completely, you just, uh, you gotta be completely in love with him. Because he's completely in love with you. And when you're in love with him and he just begins to speak things, because we, we want to go and move and we want to build something. I want to build a ministry. 
And the Lord's saying, behold me. Look at me. Come to me. Just look to my face. Because when we become so engaged with his face and his presence, then we have nowhere else to go. I'm telling you, and the gifts and all the other stuff just comes. All the, the spiritual stuff just begins to ooze all over your life, doesn't it? It becomes, it becomes part of who you are. And it's not necessarily, you just have to be and not do. Right? Okay. The nine gifts. This will be a year where... Ready? I'm going to touch the gifts now. How's that? It's going to be a year where God's testing us on how much we believe. Can I say that? As much as we're believing for great, great fruit, right? As much as I'm believing that my, my life, I live out of the place of amazing beatitudes. Like, I, I, my heart is for everything that Jesus wants and everything he recited, right, on the mount, right, to everyone. That his, the life of God is exuding out of me. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, it's going to attract. <laughs> when I get Jesus all over me, there's so much, right, that it's going to attract, it's going to draw people to you. But it'll be a, a year to look at, to see how much you believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. How much do you actually believe? How much? Because we can sit in here. What happened? We had an escape. We had an escape. We had a breakthrough. And a heart that declares, that speaks unbelief, can't declare thy kingdom come. Are you hearing me? God loves to heal people. He loves to set people free. That's what he's in the business of. Right? That's what he does. It's who he is. I just said that. Acts 10.38. Went about doing good. Healing. That's what he does. And I don't think we can't, no matter what, if we pray for folks in fullness of faith and they're not healed, does that change how you think? Does it change how you think? It shouldn't because God's God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we don't start building our belief systems out of what we see all of a sudden happening beside us if, if we don't get the results that we're completely expecting. And I don't mean to say that to put unbelief in you. I say that to have faith and believe God that he's going to do what he said he was going to do. That he's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. Right? And so I want to really, I, this has been where, I've, where my heart's been. Lord, I believe but help my unbelief, right? That's a, it's okay to be there. Lord, I want to believe. I believe, but help any place of unbelief in my life because the unbelief is really, there's two things we're going to fight the whole time in church and in the kingdom. You know what those are? A religious spirit that's going to test your belief 
and a political spirit that's going to test your belief. Both of them are toxic to the church. And God is wanting to rid any of that out of it, right? That's the, that's the leaven that Jesus is talking about, that he wants, don't, I'm not talking about loaves and fishes, I'm talking about the, the religious spirit that's moving in the church, right? I don't have a scripture reference for that, but it's in there. All right, and then just talking about the Beatitudes again. I, you know, Matthew five, Matthew five, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, because they'll be satisfied. And the merciful, they shall receive mercy. And the pure in heart, for they'll see God. Right? These are all things. Right? And I believe that this year he's going to allow, the Spirit of God is going to transform us, right? He's looking for the true transformation inside of us. I'm serious. He's looking for real transformation. He's not looking for, I say, I, I, I've, I say I've released all these people or I've forgiven this one and I forget, because I'm telling you right now, unforgiveness is the big deal. It's in every, every, and I'm not saying everyone in this room is, has unforgiveness, but when we do deal with unforgiveness, right, you need to forgive because what comes out of that? Anger, frustration, so many things, right? The fruit. So when, when, we, when we allow the Lord to come in, do you have courage tonight to ask the Lord, come and show me whatever you need to show me? Right, so that my life can be absolutely a palette that's clean so you can come in and just wipe me out, Jesus. Right? I just want God to come in and I don't want anything in the way. And so I don't want to perform, right? But I want the presence of God to invade. Right? We want God to invade. Because if God invades, things just happen. Remember a couple weeks ago, people were just getting set free in the atmosphere. Yeah, in the atmosphere. Demons, poof. Why? Because Jesus is there. Healing just happens because Jesus is there. Are you hearing me? The love of God draws people to himself, right? So that they stretch forth and out. I'll end with that, but they, we want to be those that are reaching for God. Because when we reach for God, something fantastic is going to happen. We don't reach for everything else. I don't reach for the, for the glory. I'm in trouble if I'm reaching for glory. If I'm looking for people to affirm me, if I'm looking for the, for the, for the spotlight, yes, I'm right here. No one ever turned the lights up, huh? Got away with that tonight. You can turn them up, though okay so the spirit of God is looking to see how well how well you allowed transformation to take form in your life right it's going to happen if it's not happened it's going to happen if it's happened a little bit it's going to be finished come on I'm telling you a finished work right he already did the work 
And so it's not, again, to, to introspect. I don't want introspection, but I do want you to say, Jesus, just whatever it is that I need to lose as I'm going into this new season and new year, and I want my life to be accelerated, don't you want your life to move along? I hate roadblocks, man. I hate them. I hate detours. I hate them. When I'm driving and I'm driving down the road and, they, and I'm two feet out my house and they're detour, detouring me, I was like, what in the world? Send me a different way to work. Send me a different way. I don't want to go a different way. Sorry, I didn't know it was there. I had an itch. <laughs> See, that's how comfortable it was. Really. So here's what the Lord's doing, right? This year, you're going to align yourself with what God's saying over you. I'm going to ask God tonight, what are you saying over me? And what his plans, right? Jeremiah 29, 11. He knows the plan. There's good plans for you. Plans for hope and a future. Everyone in this room, good news. There's a hope and a future. There is hope. Right? It's really a year where we walk in hope. Hope, right? What, what happens if we don't have hope? Our heart's sick. But no, hope is going to come like rain. And you just need to believe God for the things that you've been expecting him to do so that he can walk you into the fullness of it and that the life of God just begins to burst and bubble and like I said, the fruit begins to flow and move in your life and you don't, you're not held back by anything, right? The Bible says just throw aside the weights that so easily, Hebrews, right? Everything that easily besets us, all the sin, anything that's holding us back, right? The littles, the biggies, everything, whatever. How would you even gauge that? I don't even know, right? And so we'll manifest fruit and the fruit fruit of the heart because it's gonna be purified, Right? It won't be full of deceit, right? Because what? The Bible says what? Mark chapter 7 says, from, with, from within and out of the man's heart come evil thoughts, immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. That's a long list, right? And every evil thing. And I don't want to focus on that, but I am saying this, that God wants us free from that stuff, anything that looks like that, Right? So it's going to be a pivotal year that God's going to bring a relationship with the Holy Spirit in a greater capacity. I believe that, that he's just going to begin to bring you into alignment because things that have been maybe cluttering the pathway, right, so that there's open communion, it's going to be gone, right? Because I, I want to be free from anything that holds any barriers, holds me outside of whatever God's doing. I need to be free. No detours. Everyone say that. No detours. No more detours. I don't like speed traps either. I just want to go. I don't speed much. All right. And how many know the power of the Holy Spirit? This is not a trick question. How many know the power of the Holy Spirit? Well, you're going to see much more, I believe. God's going to release more in the Spirit. That you're going to see greater and increase. And we always believe for that.
but this is a time to see movement of your enemy in any place, right? I read, I read that bef- at the beginning. Any place, we want a higher perspective for wherever the enemy is coming. We want to be able to see what's happening around us, right? Because that's what, that's what birds of prey do, right? That's what the eagle does. He can fly high and see what's in the grass, right? And the crazy thing, you know, beginning of, it was middle of the summer, I had this, it, I had this hawk that was in the job site and he's like, he came out of nowhere, like crashing through the trees and he was like this, with his wings. I've never seen anything. And I thought it was a snake and there may have been a snake too, but he, he, was messing with whatever it was, and he just, bam, bam, he kept, and he killed it. But he would not move. He was focused. I'm walking by. I'd never been so close. I mean, literally, he was right here. I'm walking by him. He would not move. And that's how God wants us. He wants us so focused, right? Not on the enemy, on what we're doing, on what's ahead of us. He wants us focused on what's ahead of us, but he doesn't want us to be ignorant of the enemy's devices. So you know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Because the enemy wants to come in and he wants to do things to rattle our cage and to get us off track and to put us in a spin so that we don't enter into the purpose. Right? And Jesus said this. He said, look in Luke 10, 23. He said, blessed are the eyes which see what you see. I'm going to ask you tonight, what are you seeing? What's your perspective over your situations? What's your perspective over what's about, what you're about to embark in in this, this whole new season of your life? What's your focus? How are you seeing things? Because God wants our eyes to be focused on the right things and not our perspective flawed and, and off and tangenting, Right? Faith will come in greater measure, right? Mark 5, 34. It says, daughter, your faith has made you healed. This will be a year to guard your heart against losses. Things that you've lost. You got to guard your heart against things that you've lost. Right? And then I, again, God's plan for us is to do what? Exceedingly abundantly, but all we can ask or think or imagine. Because sometimes we get a perspective on what happened to us in the past, and God wants to pull us into the future. So stop looking backwards. Right? Please. If we just focus our face on the Lord, if we focus on where he's going, if I focus my ear, if I tune my ear to his ear, then I'm going to go where he says. If he says go left, I go left. If he says go right, I go right. And I'm, and I'm asking the Lord myself, I want the Lord to release a greater hearing ear, a greater eye to see. Right? And that's what I, I, I shared with you to begin with. He wants to pull us to a higher place so that you can see above all things that are about to happen. And you can do that. I'm telling you, you can do that. It's not impossible. It's not impossible to see what's coming around the corner. 
As a matter of fact, it's, pretty, it's, pro, it's getting more and more easy because if we spend our time and engage with heaven and the open door that's in front of us, then all of a sudden, things are going to flood in and God's going to show us exactly what's about to happen. Discerning the times and the seasons. But the devil tries to, the enemy tries to make us think in unsanctified ways about what's about to happen. Are you hearing me? He's trying to tweak our perspective. It's not God and it's probably not your flesh. Because a renewed mind is everything. And we listen to the whispers instead of going forward and it pulls us back, okay? Okay. So just as seed must die in order to produce new life, some things in your life need to pass away. Are you hearing me? That's not a, so sometimes it, has, it just is. And the problem is we, we want to hold on. We want to hold on to memories. We want to hold on to things. And God wants to release us from that. And then in the same note, some things that are dead will suddenly come alive, right? Renewal, refreshing. God bringing us into an, at that new fresh place, right? And said, don't fear the snakes. <laughs> right? Don't fear anything that the enemy is trying to bring. God's going to bring us into moving into everything, faith and boldness. Asking for, we're going to ask for greater faith tonight, right? We're going to ask for boldness of faith. Let our yes be yes. You know what your yes means? I'm going there. When I'm seeking the Lord and I'm saying, yes, Lord, I'm agreeing with what you're saying, then the detours don't matter. You're going to get there and you're going to go there, right? And this, this year we're going to come into total agreement with God. What does that look like when a people come in total agreement with God? What does it look like when you come into complete agreement with God on all, wait, 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 on everything? On everything. When I come into agreement with, on God on this God, you, you want to change in my life. I'm going to agree with that. Right? Because I'm talking transformation and I'm talking expansion at the same time. If, you, if you're reading between the lines, it's because we have, to, we have to allow the Lord to come in and do the work and change us and transform us and then run. So nothing's in the way. So we're going to let our yes be yes. And there's no doubt that he's a good, good father is there. Right? He brings us to transformation. He brings us to places where we're completely transformed inside, Right? But I want you to look at a couple scriptures with me, and I'm going to shut this down in a minute. But the Lord, he wants us to reach forward towards him. I don't even have to open it. I'm just going to talk about a couple things in, in scripture that where Jesus was. How many remember the, the woman with the issue of blood? It was 12 years, right? 12 years. 12 years. Something was about to happen. And as she walked in to a crowded street where everyone, everyone 
was crowding and thronging Jesus. She probably began to question herself. But the scripture in the Bible tells us this, that as she reached in, as she pressed, she pressed in to the crowd. She pressed in to where it was a crowded place and it probably wasn't comfortable. And in her condition, she wasn't supposed to be touching anyone around because she was unclean, according to custom. But she reached in and she touched the hem of Jesus' garment. And in that, she felt virtue. She felt presence. She felt the glory of God touch her body and instantly she knew she was healed. And there was another man that Jesus, that Jesus came to. And the, 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 the Jews were questioning him about doing acts of God on the Sabbath. And he said, which one of you, if your sheep or lamb fell into the gutter, wouldn't help the lamb out? And then he continued to say, so if you would do that, why wouldn't you heal this man on the Sabbath? <laughs> and then he told the man, he said, stretch forth your hand. I'm saying all this tonight because I think God's asking us to do something tonight. He's calling us to stretch forth our hand. There's places that God wants to touch in our lives and he's saying, just reach out to me. Because they had one thing, right? This guy had no mobility in his hand. He, who knows what it was? It could have been, could have been anything. Could have been crippled. Could have had an accident. Whatever it was, he listened to the command of the Lord. He listened to what Jesus said and he grabbed, he went to reach for Jesus. And all of us, all of us, everyone in this room, including me, I need, you need to reach forth and grab the hem of his garment tonight. I, I don't care who you are in this room. I really, I believe this. Because God is going to release virtue tonight for you. Because there's places, right, that the Holy Spirit wants to grab and pull right out of you just like that. And he's looking for a people who are so hungry, they don't care about the crowd. They don't care about the distractions. They don't care about what's happening around them. They just want one thing. It all goes back to one thing, Jesus. It doesn't go back to getting fixed. It doesn't go back to receiving even a healing. Can I even go that far? It goes back to being obedient to what the Lord is saying. And he says, come to me, all, all who are weary, all who are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. The only place of rest is him. The only place of increase is him. I'm saying this to a people who know this, but somewhere we get lost in the, there's too many people. I, I don't, I'm too conscious of what's going on around me. I can't focus. I can't, I can't, I can't. And there's something that, that pulls us back from actually grabbing hold of the hem of his garment. 
or reaching out when he says reach so that you'll be made whole. And I'm telling you tonight that the Lord is looking for a transformed people. Transformed. Well, it's already done. I don't know. I believe in the finished work, but I do believe in working our salvation out with fear and trembling. That the Lord will come in and when we reach to him, that's all he's looking for. That's really simple. It's really simple. We make it really complicated. No, I need, you know, X, Y, Z. I need therapy. I need something else other than Jesus. No, you don't. I don't need anything else other than Jesus. And I just need to get real with Jesus and the Holy Spirit moving in my life and say, God, at this time, right now, what does it look like? What do you want to set me free from? What do you want to heal me from? And I'm not saying that everyone in here is in a mess and in need of everything. But I'm telling you, there's places in our heart that God is yearning to touch. Yet the church holds back and it's just another day at church and I'll just go home and I'll be, everything will be all right. And Monday will be fine and I'll just move along. No, no, because when does it stop? And I'm not saying we all, I don't know. Maybe we all do. I don't know what has to happen. You know, like, I don't know. People slaying out by God, not by anyone. The Holy Spirit wants to come in power, but he's looking for a people who are so hungry. And let it be a year where things open up and we're not afraid of one thing. And, and, and the gifts flow and the fruit flows and everything flows. There's no, there's, he's a God of plenty. He just wants to do it because he's good. I've almost blown my voice out tonight. So Stan, let's just reach. We'll just reach. And whatever that looks like for you tonight. This place will be open. Fine. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't need to be, because we get stuck in this. Okay, we're going to go up forward. I'm going to need prayer. And, you know, something may happen. I don't know. I don't know what it needs to look like. I'm sick of it looking like something. (laughs) Ha ha. Because I just want God to just totally change us into his likeness and image. Don't you want to look like him? I just want to look just like him. And I don't apologize for the raving lion that pops out every now and then. I can't because God's passion for your life to just move into a whole different moment. It's a moment. A moment with Jesus will change everything. Catherine Kuhlman said, I died a thousand deaths. What does that look like? I died a thousand deaths. That means every time she came before the Lord asking, Holy Spirit, come. Whatever you need to do, just come. I don't even know if anything I said made sense, but I know this. (laughs) That the Lord's looking for folk, every one of us, to just surrender and grab him. He's not... (laughs) He's not moving away from you. He's moving towards you. And when he moves towards you, 
you'll get touched if you can just get the clutter out of the way. If we just get simple and just genuine and just allow God, just come in and do whatever you need tonight in my heart right now. Any place you're dry, any place you need water, he's the one that has the living water. He's the one that life flows out of. He's the one that breaks the power of every disappointment and moves us into a crazy life engaged with him. So Father, we thank you and we love you so much. Lord, I ask tonight, Lord, we all, we, right now, we just reach out to you. I just reach out to you, God. I reach out to you, God. I ask, Lord, right now that whatever it looks like when you move on my life, that I'd respond absolutely to everything that you do. That my life would, would look like you touched it. Not like a, I studied hard enough. Not like I prepared in a different way. Lord, that you touched my life. And I thank you, God. We're thankful for everything you've done to this point. But Lord, I make the cry for more. I make the cry for more tonight, God, that we grab, we hold on to you and we grab the hem of your garment and we move into the place where, you t where all of a sudden virtue comes. So let virtue come right now, God. Let virtue come to our hearts right now, Jesus. Lord, awaken us out of any place where we're sleeping, God, that we don't even see it, that we, we're like closed in, we don't understand. Father, break every, every place where we're masked of that. I thank you for the fire that moves from that to lead to us, Father. I thank you for the presence and the glory that moves as we step forth and as we reach for you, God. That what you do is absolutely incredible and you change and transform us to look more and more like you. Lord, my prayer tonight is that you don't deny any person. That what's ever needed in this place tonight, that, Lord, it would come forth, that would birth forth. Lord, we break every bit of hindrance that holds us back, that detours us, that keeps us from thinking of the past and not moving forward into the future. Lord, I declare a hope and a future over this room right now, a declaration of inheritance and prosperity and increase right now. What's holding us from our healing? What's holding us from deliverance? Lord, I thank you for your face. I thank you for your life. Holy Spirit, have your way. 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 <laughs>